Oh, snap. Hello, and welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Jackson Russo. I'm Adam Selby, and I didn't know we were doing that this week. (laughs) What else would we do? (laughs) Hasn't happened recently. No, that's happened. Just not well. I've been prepared today. (laughs) I got home early. So uh, this week, we have church girls all the way from Philadelphia. We can, uh, y'all can go through and tell us who you are and what you do in the band. My name is Joey. I play guitar. That's a dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marielle. I sing and play guitar. I'm Vince. I play bass and make fun of Joey. I'm Mike, and I play drums. Well, welcome, and thanks for coming all the way from Philadelphia. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so you guys currently, as we're recording this, are seven dates in, I believe, into a 34-date tour? That yeah. is correct. How are y'all so feeling? Good. Feeling good. really good. Yeah. Still don't hate each other yet? No. 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 <laughs> a, little, a little dehydrated. No one, yeah. needs, <laughs> no one needs any hugs. Y'all are all good. Yeah, we're, we're surviving. Doing yeah. well. Yeah. Within the dream. I noticed that y'all's route was a nice little circle. And I don't know what it's like touring from Philadelphia. Have y'all always been based in Philadelphia? Yes. Okay. So um, I don't know what it's like being uh, that being y'all's home base. But I've had a lot of bands from texas tell me that oh it's nice to have your uh you know home base in the center of the country so you can go two weeks over to seattle come back and relax and then two weeks out but really for you guys i feel like if you're going out you got to go all out yeah Yeah. that was the idea we we knew we wanted to hit the west coast this year so uh basically to do it you got to do at least five weeks so we planned it early in the year knocked it out i've also been told that you know on the east coast you know both coasts have their trade-off where, you know, on the East Coast, the drives are a lot smaller, but, you know, pay can be a little different than on the West Coast. The drives are, you know, hours upon hours, mm-hmm. but they tend to pay better. I don't know how true Ooh. that is, but... I didn't hear... I didn't know that. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know how true that is in places like L.A., but, you know, you're playing in L.A. That's something. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you guys have a new ep coming out uh it's called cycles and when this comes out it'll already be out it's coming out or has been out since january 5th or 25th mm-hmm. and uh i don't know how exactly i should have said that but i mean you could have said it it just came out and pretend we record these the same day they come out i don't know no nah, but i'm gonna keep that it's too that complicated yeah. yeah so the magic of podcast we're living in the future yeah. or the past new ep <laughs> it came out four days ago yes and go. It's uh, on Chatterbot Records. That's yes. right. Yeah. So, uh, how's that feel? You know, you guys just released a EP not that long ago, Home, right? Yeah, yeah. back yep. in the beginning of September. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty quick. I don't know if y'all had them both recorded and finished, uh, you know, in time, or y'all re- or record that in between. Yeah. Well, so uh, we recorded with this guy Scott Salter in North Carolina in March. We did Home. And we just had such a great experience that I just immediately booked more recording time with him before we had any songs written. Oh, so, so was, you didn't even have it written yet. No. And I was like, okay, let's get this done. Um, and yeah, we were back in August, so it was like within six months or something. And I just think we both, we all wanted to uh, put some stuff out really quickly and just kind of keep the momentum going. It feels fun just like be working on stuff constantly and also be feel like you're putting stuff out just like... It feels good rather than feeling stagnant. Yeah. There's this uh, there's this band from Australia uh, called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And uh, last year they put out five 
full-length records in one year long ones too yeah yeah so i just i saw that and i was like why don't i mean i don't know if we can do five records but we should just try to put out like as much music as possible like just keep banging stuff out so especially nowadays where like people tend to get music to free or little to no at little to no cost uh you know having that kind of constant output definitely helps you stay relevant it it sucks that you have to think that way but it definitely you know it's definitely that way on the internet yeah people like the internet's attention span is like two seconds yeah yeah i mean i was just thinking about that the other day um one of my favorite bands released a record last year and i was thinking about it and it just like popped up we did a end of year episode and i didn't even think about that album i was like fuck Mm -hmm. that's my favorite band and i didn't even (laughs) think about it and in the same respect i feel like records that come out at the very end of the year like somehow obviously make it onto everyone's like end of the year list because they're like oh this just came out like a month ago i'm still listening to it from when it came out and then, yeah it's the same thing happens with movies and that's why all the, like, oh, the award January movies all, films are terrible yeah yep. oh yeah that's yep. why it's kind of crap right now for movies yeah i mean uh it definitely that that's definitely true i forgot about certain records like the jack white record that when did that come out I don't know if that was, that was like, like the middle of the year or something. I, I yeah, forgot. So what you're saying yeah. is even 2018. Yeah, that was 2018. January 25th. Is yeah, a great release date. Yeah. We oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing Perfect. else that's coming. Unintentional out, so. shade. Good, I apologize. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you guys have the two EPs that came out, and I was what was uh, that? You know, kind of like writing uh, crunch time. Did you have a set date that you were thinking about releasing the new EP after you had released it? Uh, the other one in September. My initial idea was to get them both out in 2018, but it seemed then uh, as we were approaching the holidays, I was like, "Eh, let's just wait until January until things clear up a little bit." But yeah, um, yeah, we did just have the idea of kind of just getting things out quickly, and uh, I guess you did have that uh, schedule of you had the studio time coming up. So what yeah. was writing like in that kind of time crunch? I've never had like an actual deadline other than you know kind of self-imposed ones which I never follow. So, <laughs> so I require I require a hard deadline to actually get me to finish things. So uh, so Joey and I do a lot of the writing. Um, uh, Joey will like send me full instrumental songs that he's tracked and recorded, and then I'll kind of drag them into Pro Tools and work on some vocals on them, or I'll record uh, just kind of like guitar and vocals send to him, that kind of thing. And then we all get together as a group and work it out together i've heard the whole new uh ep it sounds great that's me pretending like i've heard the whole thing not just acting like i've only heard the three songs that are out currently (laughs) as we're recording this (laughs) sounds great uh so you guys and you know one more thing about the two eps you released you also have a vinyl that has come out and that is uh on one side it's one ep on other side it's the other ep which Mm -hmm. It was funny because when I, I take notes, uh, when I'm looking up bands, researching them for this show, and one of the things I wrote down was like, oh, it seems like there's kind of a theme between the two EPs, and not even necessarily an overarching theme, but necessarily the um, the artwork was really similar, and then that they were both EPs, that kind of like struck out to me. But And then y'all were like, okay, well, we're going to release them on one LP, which I think is super cool, and... Yeah, I guess was that always the plan to yeah. release it that way? Or, I mean, I guess you didn't go in 
planning to write this other EP exactly. Yeah, but. it just kind of came together, and then they all the songs kind of felt like I guess the two EPs kind of felt like sisters in a way, or brothers, or whatever. And uh, Joey's girlfriend actually does all our artwork. And uh, Marissa Carroll. Marissa Carroll. <laughs> She's great. Tiny Blueris on Instagram. Uh, but uh, yeah, she helped with the artwork for the first one, and then um, we just had the idea of kind of uh, putting out it as a double. And just thought it would be really cool to kind of mirror the artwork. Um, so yeah, it kind of now feels like we're we have an LP to sell in a way. Do you um, all have those now on tour? Or is that yeah? Okay. Yeah, we should I actually you just want. realized people have been buying the record, so people have been hearing it before it's technically was, out, which is really cool. I was gonna ask. Yeah, that, that is that is cool though. If you're you know <laughs> yeah. seeing someone on tour and you can buy it and you hear it now, why? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean y'all have a ton of dates coming up, so if anybody wants to skip that shipping fee come out to his show that's the shipping fee right there is pay the admission at the door True. you get to see us live too yeah that too <laughs> bonus <laughs> come say what up so on uh at least on Bandcamp, what i've seen is y'all have uh releases dating back to 2014 would y'all say that's around when the band started or has it always been this core for people or uh so i started it in 2014 uh and then we've been through a couple lineup changes um just as kind of the touring schedule has changed and whatnot we've been through some people who can't necessarily keep up with the schedule or whatnot but then this core group is like joey's been with the group like a year and a half half, two years almost mike's been with a little over a year and then vince just joined us in september welcome Um, vince it's good to be here. <laughs> He's great. But it felt him. like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> 10 years. Like, oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> His first show was in London. Oh, shit. Which was pretty nuts. Yeah, I did yeah. see y'all have done like a, a fair amount of touring and one of them being in, you know, UK. I don't know if it was just Britain, but UK. Mm-hmm. What was that like, you know? That, that's definitely on like the bucket list for me. I mean, I've always I've played out of state and all, you know little yeah. things play south by but you know getting uh out of the country that's definitely on there i mean it what was, was it like playing over there super cool fans were really nice uh people over there are super polite but <laughs> honestly like to tell you the truth it wasn't all that different i mean there's there's just rock fans just like here yeah um but they were well attended shows we yeah we had a great time yeah that's good no shell shock of like the culture being completely different because was- you know yeah, it was a little different. Like, I feel like over there, people were way more inclined to, like, come up to you and, and, and start, like, a full conversation rather than just, like, a, oh, good set, man. Like, I had somebody buy me a beer for the first time, which was really cool. <laughs> for the first time? Well, well not, well, like, a, like, someone that came to the show and saw us and was ah. like, hey, I really enjoyed your band. Like, let me get you a beer. And was, I don't know, like, I, I feel like everyone there was just... Um, yeah, S- especially playing like East Coast shows here, it, the audience can be a little like intimidating sometimes. And it just felt like when we were over there, it was less people standing, you know, straight up with their arms folded, and more people that were just kind of like letting themselves enjoy it and not like worry about the people, you know, being well seen by the people around them, stuff like that. Also at the merch table, we spent a lot of time like actually talking to people. Yeah. Um, which is is kind of rare. I mean, you, you'll get it. Yeah, and, people tend to avoid the merch table. Like, yeah, or they'll crazy. come up and get yeah, something. Yeah, or they'll be quick about it. And then, yeah, and, yeah, and then go. Like, they don't want to like waste their time. But the, you yeah. know, the truth is, we want to talk to fans. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. that's half yeah. the idea. You know. Yeah, it's like why we do it. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's funny because uh, I've definitely, and this is from comedians that I've heard this who have gone over there, but uh, I've heard the exact opposite where they've said that they've performed to like really reserved crowds because <laughs> English people are known to be like really, you know, just like suppress all their emotions, that kind of thing. Huh. Um, and they said that, you know, like doing comedy to that kind of thing is really hard because they're not laughing and that yeah. kind of stuff. But, you know, maybe it's a different scene between comedy and music. But yeah, that's interesting. That's good to hear that there's a good scene over there for, you know, for sure. music. On top of uh, doing just like a fair amount of touring, I did notice that you guys did, uh, did one of those uh, touring band finals over at uh, Third Man Records. Yeah. If anyone yeah. doesn't know about that, it's free to uh, all touring bands, yeah. right? Yep. We didn't know until we just, we were getting to Nashville and we we're like, all right, you know, we can't even get into our place yet. Let's just stop at Third Man. And then I think you asked when we were in there, you're like, oh, what about this recording thing? And like told yeah. them we're a touring band. Like, yeah, it's free. I was probably just like staring at it. And yeah. the, the employee came over and was like, well, if you guys are in a... I think at some point I mentioned that we were a bank, so I was like, maybe we can yeah. get some discounts or something. So know. it's just but... this, this tiny little booth that's like an analog recording straight to vinyl. And Neil Young made a whole record in there. I saw that. A bunch of cool bands have made... like it, And it's basically only Joey and I could fit in there. And yeah. Barely. We, barely. Even. Yeah. The song. So do y'all just have that one pressing yeah. of it? Yeah. Who has it? He has it, yeah. <laughs> how, how did y'all do that? Just like basically kind of like a little acoustic show in there? Yeah, we squeezed in. I have this little baby Martin acoustic guitar that we kind of bring around on tour, and we squeezed in there, just me and Joey. And Was it just like one mic in there? It's, yeah. I would it's assume like it's built up. in, yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like you, they, they put the, I don't know if she even put a coin in or if it was just like started the operation or whatever, but... It's like you wait for this. They're like, okay, it's going to be a vacuum cleaner noise for 30 seconds. And then you start <laughs> recording when it's done. So we're just in there waiting. Like, is it going to start? And then you just hear, ah! And we're like, oh, well, we better get ready. But uh, yeah, I just like grabbed a guitar off the wall too. I was like, I'm gonna, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm going to yeah. use this. Just tune it up Wasn't to Wasn't it like a, a minute guitar. and a half or something? Yeah, yeah, it was like limited time. <laughs> so we, we just played like, we did like the second half of one song. And then we had probably like, 10 20 seconds left so we just started another song so it's just like <laughs> half a song and then it ends abruptly after starting another song it's a gem of a record is yeah. what you're saying yeah like, basically <laughs> super rare look out look out on ebay five years I was gonna say that's gotta be some uh, special record there you know an interesting recording yeah it's and it's definitely it's one of those things where it's just one take there's no oh yeah definitely no edits yeah. that's great I haven't even heard it have you listened to it does it sound good at all I haven't listened to it. Yeah, we don't even know. We don't even know what it sounds like. I have the cell phone recording of you guys playing, and that sounded okay, but it's probably <laughs> different on that. the record. I should probably yeah. listen to it. So you guys Thanks, are Jack White. <laughs> yes, thank you, Jack White. We all praise you. Um, you guys are all the way from Philadelphia, and mm. I have to ask every band that's from a place I haven't really been, especially musically, what the kind of the scene either in the east coast or just philadelphia we had a band on from new york city so i I assume you know not similar at all being in the east coast just in general but kind of what's it like being for philadelphia what's the scene like over there dope that's a good good question um it's it's kind of it's always changing but it definitely is 
um, getting a lot better in recent years. Mm -hmm. um, there had been a lot of venues closing, but with that, there's you know people are getting. I think it seems like more serious about their venues and having better shows or just better quality shows. Um, but also with the venues closing, um, in addition to that, is that there's a lot of DIY spaces. So like basement shows are really huge now in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that's kind of moving up to New York as well, too. We like playing DIY shows. Yeah, I mean, there are a ton of, there are a ton of great bands in Philly. And I, I feel like when I first started Church Girls, like... I felt like I knew all the other bands in the scene, but then now... There's so many. There's so many, and mm -hmm. I'm just... Yeah, so... It, it's funny, because it, it, if you really think about it, you this has only been a group for, like, what, four years? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I'm sure you've been writing songs longer than that, but, like, the band has only been a thing for four years, and that's not a long amount of time, but, like, in that time, you can probably think about how many, like changing of the guards oh, there yeah. has been well yeah well and then bands that were like cool in philly when we first started that have broken up yeah and it's since, the same here i mean it seems yeah. similar in all at first i thought this being a college town it was a thing with that of like oh you know there's a cycle and new bands come in but you know bands don't stick around that long but i am kind of figuring out that For no sure. that, that's just kind of a a typical thing because it's yeah. the same thing where you know some of my favorite bands from this area and favorite bands in general are no longer bands yeah you know, it's hard, hard. yeah That's it's hard. really difficult i mean people you know find other life interests have kids get married xyz whatever um it's really hard to keep you know four or five people doing something all, all that time yeah especially since like if you're trying to not just be a local band like the amount of bands there are out like touring and stuff is a lot so if you're gonna try and do it like for real and you want to you know pursue the career you got to have people that are like willing to just be out for five weeks at a time which is like not very many people yeah it, it's definitely it, even doing like a tour two-week tour it, it can be rough just yeah. being around the people same people all day because even when i go to work and i'm there for like eight hours a day you know i don't have to be around those people when i get home but you know you're kind of stuck with each other so there's definitely and uh i forgot who said this but you know in these music schools you're learning you know how to hone your you know craft and all that kind of stuff but what i feel like there is a missing link uh that you know as you're a band longer you know bands that have been together 10 20 years they may be getting tighter as a band but no one's ever like taught bands how to communicate and yeah. it's true that's right. definitely something you have to just figure out yourself like you got to be able to joke and you got to be able to take a joke yeah. and you got to be able to just and like address things if they're wrong i think that's yeah it's been something i've had to learn over the years for sure it's like a um, regular relationship basically yeah it's like <laughs> but a with marriage. four people it's like we're so... all married <laughs> they also need a college class on how to eat on the road yeah we need like a band day. nutritional guide for <laughs> yeah. touring because yeah. somebody make that cookbook yeah exactly <laughs> yeah hey, wait, we should do that how to live without a fridge copyrighted we already copyrighted cut it. it cut it trademark nobody make a it. band cookbook don't eat anything out of their cookbook <laughs> Hey, it's all right. Whoa, you know whoa. Outfitters. Page one. Large. Page one. Mac and cheese with Frank's hot sauce yeah. is basically the... Adding <laughs> salt and pepper to Chef Boyardee six days in a row. Mm -hmm. Steal the frozen food from the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vince's MO. Yeah. They had um, some good enchiladas last night. I read a, uh, an article about like this uh, couple where the husband was a, um, you know, 
over the road trucker and his wife just like basically lived with him in the truck like they had like a big cabin in the truck and like she had outfitted their like a, a way in the truck to like put a crock pot in the you know nine volt or 12 volt nice. and like yeah, she crazy. had figured out this whole way and they were like i mean like that's just insane like she would basically they would park at a walmart she'd go in and then they'd cook and they'd have some shit to you know eat I, that's insane to me wow yeah chili that's, yeah right sounds good that's one way to do it <laughs> yummy it's definitely it's definitely funny trying to figure it out yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that is definitely something that no one thinks of until you're already out there and you're like, oh, maybe I should have packed some snacks or something because otherwise I'm eating Taco Bell a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been uh, really just milking that McDonald's dollar menu, yeah. <laughs> or at least some of us have been. Oh yeah, yeah. And specifically, here, Mac and I. You know. yeah. <laughs> here in the South, it's it's definitely Whataburger for everyone, and there have been times where I've gone. And been like, hey, do you guys have a Whataburger? Because it'll be open all night. And, you know, you're getting out 3 a.m. minimum from a gig sometimes. And, you know, nothing's open. Whataburger is always there. Except it's good always to got know. your back. Yeah. It's only a, a southern thing that I've found out that that is one of the detriments. Of yeah, being. I mean, specifically Texas, though, mostly. Yeah. You got, like, a value menu at all? Like a dollar <laughs> menu? Or? It's, no, separate, it's yeah. not quite. Uh, they don't have that many good cheap options like that i mean it's not expensive or anything, yeah but it's, it's a fast food place they don't have a value the, talk the fast fact food all that, day the yeah. fact that it's yeah. open well 24 worst. hours is, is really it like gotcha yeah that's that's good and you can get breakfast after 11 p.m so yeah i like that yeah um, you get breakfast for the next day yeah that's true <laughs> uh so you mentioned uh venues closing down in philly we can get on after this but uh just curious because we've had similar you know things here where venues close but this is a lot smaller town than what you guys are coming from whereas like when something closed down here it's like well we only have about you know a handful of venues so when something closed down yeah it's really drastic i don't know if it's the same for you guys if you know there is like a core 10 or a core you know five that kind of thing or if it's really just there are different venues for different types of things Go ahead. Well, so many have opened up that it's kind of like... They're like uh, trading. Yeah, it's like... Tra- I think it's just like if some couldn't kind of hack it or, or compete with like... We've had... Um, is it Live Nation has uh, built a couple of venues in Philly, like the Fillmore and whatnot. And then I think it becomes pretty difficult for the smaller venues to compete. Um, also in places like like legendary Dobbs closed but that's on south street where i'm sure the rent's expensive and people weren't going out to shows like they used to there um north star bar was on 26th and poplar oh. like if you know philly that's nowhere near public transportation like it's really hard to get there that venue was dope though it was, yeah, so, it was cool, so cool but cool. no one could get to it so you'd invite all your friends out and then so they eventually ended up closing yeah well um i know you guys are missing it this time around or at least it appears that way and but have you all ever been to South by? Have you ever played? We've never played. I've been to the tech conference. Oh yeah, nerd. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> my, old, my old job sent me down. Yeah, but... I was gonna say that's for Adam. Adam's the tech guy. Uh, yeah, I mean that's where I first heard about South by was through the tech stuff, yeah. not even the music side, which is funny now. So I think I heard of it from that movie Frank. Did anybody watch that movie? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't film. get through that movie. It, You're lame though, so you know that's a good movie. Everybody should this, watch this it. This really bring, is a perfect example of the you got a joke and you got to take a joke. 
I want to re <laughs> just like that. That, that that right there. As Vince said, I'm I'm always trying to work workshop my tight five up here. So. Yeah. It's going really well. It's, it's never good. I know I'm in definitely the right industry. Do that comedy in the comedy. UK. It'll work out well for you. Did not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even try. More like yeah. a loose five. Yeah, you know what no. I'm saying? Was... <laughs> I do want to recant my statement. The first time I heard of South By was through Flight of the Concords when they did their little oh, mini uh, thing. Nice. Yeah. Classic show. So I, I apologize, Frank. You did not do that for me. <laughs> Which we were, Adam and I were at South By this last year and they had shit like screenings of Frank everywhere like that that they like wear that like a badge of honor it it's strange it's kind of weird it yeah, is it a is. weird yeah. badge of honor for yeah. a festival or conference Look at this that big one film that was made about us but Michael Fassbender <laughs> is in it so yeah. like yeah. and he he's... wears a paper mache head yeah, so like it's kind of Frank. and he sings oh. like shit in it that's the only oh, thing i have wrong with that movie <laughs> It's a great movie, other oh. than his singing. Huh. Yeah. So. I was like, I'm not convinced. I'm not kind of in the right frame of mind. I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I think you. I think you're I'm definitely in the right frame just, of I'm mind. I'm getting angry just thinking. Part of the intention <laughs> of the filmmakers, probably. Um. So you guys have been on tour for a while. You've toured before. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and ask you. We have uh tour stories, tour mm. stories. That's how we say it in the <laughs> south. Um. Would you guys like to tell us the highs and lows of tour? Oh, man. It can Where, be a shared story. Hmm. It can be a sh- story. Where do we even yeah. start? <laughs> well, we can say this This tour started off as kind of a comedy of errors. Because oh, first, yeah. our van wouldn't start. Did you all um, start close to Philadelphia? Yeah, like okay. we, yeah, we left from Philly. Van wouldn't start. Day two, we got a flat tire on the highway. Um Vince and Joey's amps didn't work at the first sound check. Just immediately, yeah. Yeah. We had a weird stalker situation at the first show (laughs) where someone had to be escorted out. Um. Yeah. But we also had somebody that came out from Chicago and changed their flight um, to come out. He had like a business meeting or like a presentation to do. Um, and he came out like a day early. He's like, I saw you guys were coming out to DC. I had to change my flight and come out early. So that was super cool. Was he was yeah, yeah. super nice person. Out to him. No, no. no. Just, that's great. Found us on that's real camp. cool. Yeah. Um, what are some highs? I'm definitely going to the UK. I mean, we had a lot of awesome yeah. times over there. Yeah, just for sure. Being in a country that at least I've never been to before, it was you know the whole thing was very very cool. Yeah. Driving From, a stick shift on the wrong side of the road. That was fun. After like no sleep and yeah. eight hours on the plane. Into London. I was just like, oh my God, what are we doing? For me personally, the some of the highs of tour are like the inside jokes that we come up with and just like all together uh, like laughing about something after we've had like a stressful week or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like being able to, at the end of the day, like hang out with your bandmates and like laugh and... I don't know. There's just something to be said about people that can work together and also just be good friends that makes you feel a little more like confident about what you're doing when you're out, you know, kind of grinding for such a long time. So a lot of the highlights and things that I remember for tour are just like funny moments and like times when we were all laughing together. Yeah. And as look- corny as that sounds. 
<laughs> Me too. And let's not undercut the uh, fact that you'll be sleep deprived at points. So things that yeah. shouldn't be funny are <laughs> hilarious. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, Loopy. last night I put um, a burrito on Joey's neck, <laughs> fresh out of the microwave. <laughs> and he just yelled that it better be bean and cheese. And I collapsed <laughs> in laughter. I don't know why. It was very there may, stupid. There may have been one or two beers involved <laughs> yeah. before that uh, that situation. But yeah, we, we find a way to just make it goofy. Yeah. Especially when things do get weird or, you know, a rock hits the windshield on the second day and yeah. cracks the windshield. Mm-hmm. You we gotta also- just... We have a clarion call before we leave for every show. <laughs> oh, God. Where we say an Australian accent. All right! <laughs> we all gather and leave. That rock on the windshield, though, that'll be a memory. Because I got a rock on the windshield at uh, when I was driving in to the entrance of the Grand Canyon. And this truck just hit it up and cracked my windshield. Cool. I was able to, you know, seal it up so it didn't spider web out. But it still there on my windshield but every time i look at it i'm like oh yeah i drove to la and then like just happened to make grand canyon on the way back that kind of thing so nice. i always think of that yeah. trip that's so cool. you'll think of this tour we should probably seal ours up huh yeah it's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> no, We've been taking polaroids too which is a new thing for this tour so it'll be cool at the end of it to have all these like physical pictures to look back at and be like oh I remember that day. And yeah. put it with the vinyl that yeah. does not get listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. I wasn't talking about y'all's uh, record that's no, coming No, the... The third one. Okay. I got you. Well, I, I think this is definitely a first where the bands want to talk more about... Uh, the highs than the lows. Typically, people come in with their grimy stories. Yeah, and especially... Oh, I mean, there's definitely that, There's, there's a lot of those. You're more than welcome to we tell them. We had a small blonde pull a gun on us. Oh my god! Yeah, there was, was a there was a very oh, <laughs> very long, very weird situation. Important fact: firearm involved. Uh, her right dog. Out of her yoga pants. Her, oh my god! Her dog. Her dog would not. She had one of those giant like purebred poodles, and this thing kept jumping on me. And like, I love dogs and you know animals it, in it, general, it but loved you. I, I, it was a little too much. He was a little overbearing. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. <laughs> Bailey, whatever, whatever his name was, I'm not. And then I'm that not dude cool came out of the dog. basement. Yeah, and then so we're just sitting oh watching him after the gun and the dog. Uh, <laughs> we're just chilling, and this guy right. just 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 shows up out of the basement. So it's an Airbnb. We didn't know he was there. Yeah, we we're supposed to have the entire house. To ourselves, and then this dude just comes out of the basement and starts yelling. At I gotta us. work at five a.m. What are you guys being so loud up here for, man? Like, Who are you? Mike, Mike was outside in the patio room trying to like wrangle the dog from running out the door, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, get over here!" And the dude was like, "You talking to me?" And I was like, "Yo, he's talking to the dog. Chill out, man." It was just a weird night. That was very weird. Yes. Where? So did, did he? Was that his house? I, no, or do no. It was a small blonde's house. It was okay. in, um, and she pulled a gun on Kernersville, North Carolina. She's like, have a nice night. No, she was like, yeah, I have a gun on me at all times. And our old bass player was like, where? 
And then she just pulls <laughs> well, it out of wearing, her pants. She's wearing yoga pants, so it's not like there's a place to put this thing. And suddenly she has like a Glock in her hand. There was like, just oh a gun. God. I was upstairs eavesdropping on this conversation, and I had heard something about pizza being ordered. So naturally, <laughs> I had to go downstairs and insert myself into the conversation because I need to make sure they're getting the right pizza. Where are we getting it from? Is there enough pizza for me to be eaten? That was your first. Uh, and then uh, that was like, 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 it was probably ten seconds after I had walked into the room <laughs> to find out the pizza situation. Uh, there was just a handgun in the room in someone's hand. So that that night was your uh, your first Domino's experience too. Oh yeah, that was the first time I had Domino's, and it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's pay us, thank you very much. So y'all didn't y'all don't have to say where you were, but was this in the South? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, oh, I was yeah. Say, like in Texas it's like you can open carry guns, but on top of that, you can open carry swords and shit like that. It is sure. well cool. I guess I know what I'm spending all my money on while we're here. <laughs> you can literally walk down the street with a samurai sword or just a straight up, you know, medieval That's sword. Does that have to be sheathed? I don't think so. No, I don't don't think it does. You can just have it because apparently the government's going to come take your sword now. I don't know what's going on with that. We need to start hiring people to sword fight while we're playing, like as a a side act. (laughs) Side act. A duel to the death with samurai swords. Texas is becoming like an uh, RPG over here. Like people are just like, this sounds like a a LARP (laughs) I want to be a part of. I'm into it. It's like Westworld, but real life. We were just talking about that ninja episode of South Park. I remember that. Oh, one. God, when they make butters into a dog and yeah. take it to the vet. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I do remember that now. Mm. Uh. Well. Do you remember, Joey, when we were, like, basically... We were in Manchester, and I think we were in, like, a baby's crib. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a really... That was I mean, not like, our best. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's totally fine if you want to have an Airbnb and have your family stay there. Like, I, I get it, but we show up, and there's, like, a curtain covering this dude's, like, family. A shower curtain. Yeah, it was so in the weird, and there was, like, a baby in there, and then yeah. Mike and I had to stay in this room it was definitely where it was, like, <laughs> that definitely belonged to, like, four-year-old girls. <laughs> and we're two, like, grown men. <laughs> Trying to like fit into this, tell. yeah. It was, yeah. It was a. Uh, I definitely broke like part of the baby's crib. We definitely, <laughs> yeah. We definitely had a, a bond that night that has not been broken yet. Yeah, that was an interesting. It was one. also just a little creepy because, like, obviously it's a little girls' room and there's toys everywhere, but there was a Barbie in a car seat, and there was just something really off-putting about that. Yeah, like, like dude, what's just dolls in general are creepy, and in a little girl's room, it's not that creepy, but. Having when to we sleep there, are also, just didn't want to be yeah. there. Watching a bunch of True Detective, you're like, "What is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it gonna move? What's happening?" Yeah, so we got plenty of uh, good stories. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it, it it's refreshing to have a band though that uh, even though I pushed for uh, some. Yeah, well, uh, blows are more fun, but yeah. it is it's, it's refreshing to have people come in with positive stories. Yeah, so. Because yeah. it's easy for people to rem- be jaded or n- not jaded. I-, I don't think we have any bands that come no. off as jaded. Well, but maybe, but I don't know who you're talking about. But I got to figure <laughs> that out later, off the mic. Um, but it, there's definitely uh, that you know it's easy to you know have ten situations and nine of them are great and one of them sucks and you just fixate on that one shitty sure. one. Yeah, I don't know that we ever really do that. Looking back, I mean. 
we always just kind of talk about the stuff that was great. Uh, like our in September, after we got back from the UK, we went on like a two and a half week run. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played a show in Pittsburgh at this house and it was this amazing show. There's like a bunch of kids there. Uh, we showed up and these kids were like, hey, are you church girls? Are you going to play Black Seas tonight? It was like just this weird feeling of like, oh, somebody knows us and listens to the music and they want to hear this specific song. Um, especially at like a house. Yeah, yeah especially at a house. Yeah. They were young and then they were all just, they had the best time in the crowd and we had the best time and like, yeah, it, it was just one of those, we walked out like, what just happened? And then the, the following yeah. Monday, or, were you going to say Well, yeah, to though? be fair, there was a little bit of a, a what the fuck situation because we played and it felt like this great set and the crowd energy was great. And then the house owner came downstairs and was like, ambulance is on his way. Someone's not doing too good. Y'all have to leave now. And then that was the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was kind of like, it was weird cause we weren't closing out the night, but it felt like a, not for that particular person, but it felt like a good way to end the night on us just like playing this great <laughs> yeah. set and the crowd vibing out and then everybody dipped out. Yeah. Um, I just remember yeah. um, everyone else had like packed up and gone into the van and I was the last person in the house and people were coming up to me being like, oh, did you guys already put your merch away? I want to get a shirt. I want to get a hat. So like <laughs> these cops and ambulance people are like helping this dude and I'm like quietly whispering like, okay, you wanted a shirt like what? <laughs> what size are you are you a medium okay here you go like just trying to like sling merch while somebody's just being like attended to in the other room i'm just like okay thank you so much yeah, I'll be, I'll be 15. okay thank you it was also like a really weird uh combination of i guess types of people because the house shows are usually like a really hipster like or indie punk scene but there were these college kids out that night and they were like super into everything that was going on like just enjoying the night and they were like collecting beer cans and making a beer staff like Shout the total to kinda, yeah stefan from pit a boy good job you were great <laughs> um yeah that was it was just like very interesting like a, an eclectic group of people and an already eclectic scene it's that like we, we have a baseline energy for our set as it is that differs based on kind of crowd reaction. I feel like we, we try to like, you know, give it as much as possible normally. But then when there's a crowd like that, that's like you can see all like you can't see to the back of the basement without seeing heads. And um, everyone's just kind of like, you know, there there's the generic like expected applause that's like, and then there's like, oh my god, yeah! So like when you get sorry, that was, that was a little weird. Uh, but when you when you get that kind of when you get that kind of reaction and and people are just like losing their minds and you've never you know you haven't played a show like that in months. It's it definitely it's like a, it's like star power in Mario. Definitely. Like back back to your point, we definitely try to you know focus on positive. Yeah. between all of us. I don't, I don't really That's think good. any one of us really brings up anything negative all yeah. the time. Y'all seem more positive than, you know, the heavy touring bands that I've been around. Not necessarily on the show, but just like, you know, bands that I've played with and stuff. So, yeah, shout out really, to y'all. It's also Thank like, you, man. It's really easy to go the other way. So. Yeah, it definitely is. You do it's it to this... laugh about stuff. Definitely. Yeah. You do it this often, it's like you gotta expect 
bad things to happen more than good things usually it's like if you go into it just knowing that like it's probably gonna get weird at a few points <laughs> uh if you expect it and then there is a night like that where it's just it it totally pays off that's that's like the best feeling when you go through like three or four shows where there's like 20 30 people maybe and it's like crowd might only just be there because they're like drinking or whatever yeah. and then you go from that to a, a crowd that's all just like people that just love music and like they're just excited and like having the time of their lives and everyone's just having fun and stuff like and we're the ones that are playing the music while they're having fun that just it just feels like makes everything worth it basically yeah, definitely that's makes pretty it. much the best yeah. this reminds me of the time i went to go see that 21 jump street movie and i went in i was kind of forced by some friends and i was like this movie's gonna suck. This is when I didn't like Channing Tatum, and I still don't like the other guy from Superbad. Jonah Hill. That one. Really? And uh, so, what, what did he do? I, I just don't like him. N- not him as a person, but okay. what he, his output. Um, <laughs> but so I went into it with the lowest expectations, and that movie is incredible. Yeah, it's it's, it's fucking funny. hilarious, and I I went in with these low expectations, and everything was amazing. So mm-hmm. I try to go into every movie that way now is thinking it's going to suck ass. And because, that way every movie's good. Yeah. And even if, if it sucks, I'm just like, yeah, well, yeah. that's what I expected. I that's how like I try and live my trailer. life. I feel like the trailers just give everything away. Yeah, like... that's true. I'm not a fan of that. Or, you know, you got Joey who won't stop talking about how amazing Hereditary is. Ooh. And then you watch <laughs> Hereditary, Hereditary and it was really good, but like just didn't live up to the hype. Have you guys yeah. seen oh. Hereditary? Wait, what? No. You li- the oh. only time I've heard you say that is right now. You no, totally we def- just said that for the podcast. I definitely, no, I definitely had that conversation when we watched it in Ohio. I, I mean, I love the movie, no, 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 but no, not no, the no. hype that Joey put Hereditary it Hereditary lives up to the hype. That I made it sound like hype. Citizen Kane for horror films. I'm genuinely Some people don't even like Citizen Kane, all right? It, <laughs> I'm genuinely uh, like scared of like basic scary movies, so I don't want to see that because I heard it is. It's terrifying. And, oh yeah. Like there's uh, pretty, Tom York just did a score for a, a horror movie, and yeah. I'm waiting for the horror movie to come out on like home video or whatever, so I can pause it. But I have <laughs> I have the score on vinyl, but I've never seen the movie. Wait, what are we talking about? Uh, Suspiria. Suspiria. Oh wait, did you say Tom York? Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to see that so bad. Yeah, but I won't see it in theaters because I'm just scared. <laughs> I've but, also heard people like walked out of that one because it's like extra. Like there's yeah, there's... I've heard that the gore is yeah, kinda, yeah at some points unnecessary. But whatever, I digress. Um, I saw a, uh, a house show get broken up during a band set and um the cops came up and we're talking to the band asking like what their music was and you know we're trying to get merch from them and shit <laughs> so they were just like That's yeah sorry cool. we have to break up your set it's just kind of too loud but like hey man like what do you guys play uh what's the band's <laughs> name that song you were playing when we broke down the door was pretty dope what was that one called <laughs> yeah so uh we we have a- another segment and it's what we're listening to there used to be a, a sound clip but i don't have any more can y'all make yeah. any cool sounds? Bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's a new thing, though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's good. <laughs> La- last that's episode. Yeah, it yeah. was. Last episode, there was a guy who spoke Japanese. Yeah, yeah Japanese. It was good. Oh, that's nice. way cooler than what yeah. we can do. Yeah. 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 No, I like the Australian thing. But yeah, so Thanks. we're just going to go around. And <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We're going to go around and talk about what what we've been listening to or what we've been watching adam what have you been listening so to i watching? haven't been listening to anything new so i'm gonna 
say what I've been watching, which are the two documentaries about the Fire Festival. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about that. Yeah, I just watched the Netflix one. It's fascinating. The I've whole only thing watched made, the like, Netflix one. I watched the Netflix one first, and then the Hulu one, um, and they're both really good. You should watch them both. What's your, which one is, do you like better? I think the Hulu one is better, just because it's less polished. I mean, it feels like it was less uh, produced. Mm-hmm. And the company who was behind the marketing produced the Netflix one, so that's right. a little bit weird to right. me. So, yeah. So I've read this article about these two things. I've only seen the Netflix one, and it was great, uh, hilarious. And um, it, uh, I've seen the the guy who did this, Billy McFarland. Yeah. He is noticeably missing from it, but apparently, yeah, he's in, in the Hulu one. In the Hulu one, like they actually interview all him. about him. Oh, really? But here's the thing about that: uh, people are kind of on the fence about that because he got paid a ton of money for that that interview. Which you know, which Adam and I were talking. We were talking about, about this. before y'all got here. Actually, uh, he claims he got paid a couple million dollars for it, and then the people who made the documentary said, "No, we paid him like a hundred thousand dollars." Right? Can like, you trust anything? That yeah, comes out yeah. Like yeah right. And they interviewed him for eight hours. I assume they got the best stuff they could out of this, and it's really weird to see him talk about this because oh, he thinks it's like totally normal. Is it the guy happens. that runs that? That's nuts. That F Jerry like Instagram account also involved in yes. the fire? Yeah, yeah. Well, he uses the media. It's called oh, Jerry it's Media. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, like Christmas. Yeah, they grew up now. So, yeah, I mean, uh, well, <laughs> the I'll, just one thing I'll say is like the fact that the social influencers were kind of like part of the class action lawsuit too. I thought was pretty silly. Yeah, yeah. The because whole, like, how whole thing is, to know that, like, is all weird all around. It's, like, it's such a weird case. They yes. try to. So in the Netflix one, my favorite part of this is when they try to. You know, they're painting this picture of how horrible it was because it does fuck some people over really hard who don't yeah. deserve it. Yeah. But then they try to. You know, they they have this part where they're like, oh yeah, and you know, people they just don't. You know, we're making fun of oh all these rich white kids. You know, getting scammed. Oh well, and but. They were trying to, you know, like kind of push this kind of thing of like, oh, yeah, you know, you really should feel bad for these people. They did get scammed. And I was just the whole time I was like, no, I don't feel bad for any of these guys. This dude <laughs> is talking about Blink-182 canceling and yeah. shit like that. And I'm just like, these guys seem like assholes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel bad for the like workers who all got yeah. screwed. Yeah. That Everybody woman, on that island, like they yeah. all got screwed. That one woman who was in charge of like a oh, lot of the workforce, so sad. she is like was like a hundred twenty thousand dollars in debt and i think i just checked it today and there's a GoFundMe that started and it has a hundred thirty thousand dollars so i don't know where that's gonna go if that will actually get to her but hopefully she won't be in debt so that's good something good came from that documentary other than the the belly laughs because it's very (laughs) funny um anything else no that was it I, i weirdly didn't listen to anything new this week so yeah well, I've been uh, listening to two things on repeat. Uh, my friend got me uh, this black metal band, uh, their vinyl. They're called uh, Wolves in the Throne Room, uh, oh, yeah. Thrice Woven. I've never listened to them. Mm-hmm. And he. every year we get each other like our favorite record of the year and for Christmas. And that's what he gave me. And it's great. It's my first metal record on vinyl, nice. which is sad because I love metal. So I should have been on top of that. And then also I found a great find, uh, the band Yuck. I, I've never heard of them. And I just found their uh, first record, like deluxe edition at a record store for like 10 bucks. And it even had the download code in it. And I was like, there's no way this download code is going to work. I put it in and I was like, holy shit, it works. So like nice. I got this deluxe edition of this really great album 
for 10 bucks with all the amenities and i'm really happy with that That's awesome. so nice. those are the two things i've been listening to <clears throat> so i just want to go ahead and say one of the in my opinion most exciting and interesting and fresh records i have ever heard just musically in general uh was put out this year by a band called daughters um, fuck yeah 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 <laughs> they they didn't put out anything out i want you to know something i have mentioned this every album episode since, since like november 13th i've been waiting to talk about it i'll talk with you all night right. about it i have a platform now that's, you guys might want to just wait in the van yeah. that's the album i bought for my friend oh hell yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna say show yeah. them your phone background oh yeah it's, by it's, the way it's back ordered the vinyl for that is back ordered till like it's literally like my phone March. background right now. It's such a great uh, album artwork. The, f- and the first time, because my fr- uh, and they're on tour, I, so go see them. We're seeing yeah, them we're in seeing Brooklyn. them in March. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Uh, some of my friends had shown me their old records before, and immediately upon hearing it, I was like, "Oh man, turn that off! Like that Agreed. is disturbing. Like I, that. Like why would anyone want to listen to this?" And then this record comes out, and I see the the Fantano review come out, and I was like, oh, I remember that band, Daughters. I guess they put out a new record. So without even hearing any of the songs, I watched the the Needle Drop review, and it was just like the most excited I've seen Anthony Fantano be about any music in a long time, and he was just like going in like, yeah, this is so great, and he gave it like a 10 out of 10, so I was like, all right, well, I might as well just check it out, and I listened to the whole thing. I like sat with my headphones on like in the dark and just like read the lyrics as I was listening to it. And it honestly like still gives me goosebumps. It's one of the coolest pieces of music I've ever heard in my life. Not necessarily this album, but if you ever get the chance and you have the time, it can be your favorite record or a new record to sit down and actually pull out the lyrics and follow them while you listen. It's a game changer. It's a different experience. And also listen to your favorite record that, you know, every word to and you can sing every part of it and don't sing i was listening to sufjan stevens uh carrie and lowell uh a couple weeks ago and i was just like you know what i'm gonna step back and just listen i was like shit this is great i should stop singing along because i'm missing a lot of like emotional cues because you know i'm sitting there you know enjoying singing yeah there are even some parts on that daughter's record which um it's called you you won't get what you want i don't know if we we've explicitly said the title yet but um I've been listening to it like pretty much every day, at least once or twice a day for since it came out. And there are still like I'll turn it up all the way in my car. Uh, like I, I live in New York and the band's based out of Philly, so I'll have like a three hour drive whenever we have practice or whatever. So I'll just throw it on like full blast. And there are still things I notice in that record that I've like never heard before after listening to it like 50 times. So I'm still that's, that's definitely a good suggestion. Still looking for someone to go see them in February with me in Dallas. I will buy your ticket. Just come with me. They're apparently absolutely ridiculous live, too. Yeah, the singer, like, spits in his hand and will just, like, let it drip. It's fucking weird. He did, yeah, he, he, I think, I feel like he's, it's been, uh, said that he's toned down quite a bit because he's, like, sober now and stuff, and he used to be not sober. But, um, I mean, even if they were standing still performing what that that record sounds like is just, like, aggressive and, like, a, weird experience it's, it's like watching a horror movie like my one of my first reactions was like oh this sounds like the score to like an a24 horror movie like exactly. it follows or something like that yeah it's just great thank you for bringing that up because i right. probably wouldn't have this week i'm gonna start <laughs> stop talking about it now before it takes up the rest of the time i was also a big fan of the daughter's record thanks to joey he kept insisting i listened to it and then when i actually did i'm like oh yeah this is dope 
Um, glad that works on someone because it hasn't worked for me. Yeah, it's, it's not one you can just casually recommend. Every yeah. time I'm listening to it in my apartment and my girlfriend walks in the room, I like turn it down. I'm like, no, you don't want to hear this. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> go a away little abrasive. Um, I just listened to Kids See Ghosts for the first time this week, and I quite like it. Kid Cudi and Kanye West project. Um, otherwise, I mean, I kind of listen to the same stuff all the time. I really like the Parquet Courts record that came out this year. Yep. Idols. Yep. The last Proto Martyr album I loved. Uh, I listen to Sunbather by Deaf Heaven like all the time. And yeah, I pretty much just listen to the same stuff all the time. Vince? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much in the same boat where I listen to the same stuff all the time. Um, I'm big on the hip hop. Uh, so like. Like the new 21 Savage album that came out um, at the end of December, I believe it was. We don't get much people talking about hip hop, so give us some good stuff. Uh, Well, I mean, I guess hip hop is so, um, it's so uh, diverse that it's it's hard to, you know, to boil it down to one artist, but uh, anything by Kendrick, I feel like is is a pretty good place to start. We listen to a lot of Kendrick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm originally from LA, so like, Kendrick being from LA, I just feel like I support him just because it's like a hometown thing. Um, but everything he does is great, top to bottom. Um, even though I sound pretty uh, obsessed with him by saying that, but it's true. So just listen to Kendrick <laughs> and you'll be good. Uh, also, uh, Daniel Caesar put out an album in 2017 called Freudian. It's like an R&B album. And that album I can listen to over and over and over and over again. Yeah, Vince got me obsessed with that. Yeah. I've also listened to it like 200 times in the last month. At least until Frank Ocean put something out again. Oh. Um, and then that'll take over that spot. But I, I feel like yeah. when we were in the UK, we didn't listen to basically anything except uh, Kendrick and, and um, Frank Blonde Ocean. by Frank Ocean. Yeah, yeah it's which such I can a good out intro. It's so good. Mikey? Um, well, so we listen to a lot of different stuff in the van, and these guys have actually showed me a lot of cool records, like the Proto Martyr record, Parquet Courts oh, record. Oh, I'm so glad that you like it. I've never heard you say that before. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. No, I like everything oh, you guys yes. play. And like things that I miss, um, like I didn't even know Life of Pablo existed by Kanye West because I'm an idiot, and Vince <laughs> showed it to me the other day, and it was awesome. Which version of it, though? Uh, well, the Spotify, <laughs> Spotify version yeah. now. I had the version before he made all the edits which I thought was good. And so when I listen to the Spotify version, I'm like just constantly pointing out all the stuff that wasn't there in my head. The cool thing about yeah. Vince is like, he doesn't just listen to music, but he knows like everything about it. Like there was one song where he was like, Oh, you know, in the music video, there's this guy <laughs> rapping in Japanese and the, the verse is way longer in the music video than it is in the recording. Mm-hmm. I was like, how would you even know that? Vince is just like walking encyclopedia of hip hop, which is pretty dope. Appreciate that. Thanks. I'll just pat myself on the back real quick. (laughs) uh, If I had to say, like, personally, though, um, probably I'm catching up on, like, the snarky puppy stuff that I haven't seen yet. You know, you're in their hometown, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Michael League. Yeah. They went to school at UNT. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Their first show show was at J&J's basement, which if you go by it, it's just a shitty basement. Everyone in town has played it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. They're sick. Yeah, they're from here. They uh, like every time they're in town, like doing a DFW gig at, in Dallas or Fort Worth, whatever. Uh, they always come to UNT. 
and do master classes nice. because they're that's, from that's here. Sweet. It's like that's awesome. yeah. I'm yeah. still trying to figure out how to get in the crowd in one of those like live recording sessions that, that yeah. they do. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. How the fuck do you do that? Because they do those no in New idea. York typically. Yeah, like an SNL situation. You gotta like camp out for like three Probably. days beforehand or something like that. But I don't even know when they announce. Like they yeah, announce I have no idea. Well, like so. I bought tickets to see them in Philly um, at the Ardmore Music Hall, and it was a great show. But then after that, um, I don't know, I guess just my information was wherever I bought the tickets. But their manager messaged me on Facebook to announce that they were doing like this IMAX uh, presentation of one of their live sessions and like invited me out. But you have to like still pay for tickets. But. It was weird. I, w- I wonder if that's how they do it, where they just kind of like message fans and are, it's, it's like this like, weird invite-only thing. Yeah, like yeah otherwise it doesn't meet too many people. Yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be like some fan uh, like email list or something, because that, that seems how a lot of those things are done nowadays. Absolutely. Yeah. So, anything else? or? Nope. Yeah, so uh, one thing uh, Adam and I have started doing, or I guess the whole show I started doing, we uh, started a uh, Spotify playlist of uh what everyone has said that they're listening to we'll put like you know a couple songs definitely not whole records and stuff because yeah like, just that whatever get the, out of hand. you know probably just top the song daughter's is. record like five times in a row <laughs> <laughs> See, that I'm might actually str- happen i'm gonna struggle with that because i don't think that's a song or i'll i don't like to listen to albums as like you know singles and like pick out a song same uh and so and especially that record, because that uh, record yeah, is an single. experience. What's one? Maybe the song waits for you. Don't the you reason they hate me. That's a good. Okay. That's a good single. Then yeah. we'll put that one because, like, I would struggle, like Satan in the Weight or something like that. Or like Less Sex is like the obvious pop song on that record. Where yeah. They're like, they, Let's just remake the True Detective soundtrack, like <laughs> intro <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah. They just released a amazing. video for the that. The video for is so good too. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad that I mentioned that because I would have no idea what song to put. But we have uh, started a uh, Spotify playlist. What is that called? Do you know, Adam? Uh, we'll no. link to I, it. It'll be in the show notes or at don'tfeedtheirs.com. And it's important to... Because we uh, always, we've always linked to what everybody listens to and listed out for everybody. Um, but now we're having the playlist so you can go listen to everything more yeah. easily and and we're also gonna, gonna be put... so weird compared to what our music sounds like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's, that's, that's another thing we're putting case, y'all's though. music in there too cool. so it, it's nice. definitely gonna Sweet. daughters than y'all it's gonna be you know whiplash but good good shit nice. uh you know get a broad spectrum but uh it's also important to mention if you're listening to this like a backlogged episode it's going to be a different playlist. So we're going to update that like every two weeks. We're not going to have multiple playlists. I was going to do multiple playlists. Okay, then we're going to do multiple playlists. (laughs) Never mind. I don't know how Spotify works, though. So maybe that's a bad idea. Uh, You're just going to have a long list of playlists in your library. Um, But I mean, they'll stay there. It's not... Adam and I don't stream music. We only play music. This is why it's taking us so long to do this. Well, then there you go. This is the first time I've ever opened Spotify. Gotcha. And I only open Spotify to check my band's stats. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you guys can make the playlist collaborative between each other, so you guys can add songs. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we just made like a Don't Feed the Artist account and shared it. But yeah, we uh, definitely just got learned. Um, <laughs> thank you. You're and uh, by the way, you guys are playing at uh, in Austin uh, at Beerland yes. the day 
uh, before my band is playing there. So thank oh. you for opening up for us in a way. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, Please, uh, excited to share the, the stage with you. Moniker, spelled M N K R. M N K R. Yes, self plug. Sweet, check it out. Yeah. So you guys have the new record out. It is on vinyl, but you can find it, you know, Bandcamp, streaming services, CD, whatnot. Anything else y'all want to plug? You guys are on tour right now, and I did not check what show the uh, this 29th is going to be. Uh, uh, in but, a backyard on Bell? Well, that's tonight. That's, that's tonight. That's oh, tonight. gonna be fast. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, the 29th it, is Tucson? Because we're in Phoenix oh, yeah. on the 28th. But, uh, but y'all have plenty of shows coming up. Yeah. So if oh, yeah. you... Our website, church-girls.com. Yeah, you stay up to date. Yeah, if, follow us on Instagram, Instagram. Facebook, Church Girls Philadelphia, PHO. If you're Church available Girls, for PHO. a show or you know someone who's around a show, let them know. We'll definitely, you know, come out. You know, and yes. make it worth yeah. your while. Yeah. So, just for the listeners, uh, we will be at the Roach Ranch in Tucson, Arizona, on the 29th, and then the 30th in Pomona, DBA 256. Believe right. the first one's a house show, so you gotta yeah. message us for message that. for the address. Ask a punk. Ask a punk. Ask a punk. Well, thanks for coming, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Good show tonight, and uh, I don't know how to sign this off. And the oh, sirens in the background. Oh, really. Oh, <laughs> <Roy. laughs>